Hey, Steve, you've experienced some fear as a father in the last few days. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, pretty much top of mind. So I think everyone would agree one of the biggest fears that you can have as a father is going to be in and around your children. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, we'll probably talk a little bit more about this on the next episode. But, you know, right. when a medical professional comes to you um, and tells you when, you know, no uncertain terms that you've got literally hours to make some life changing decisions, um, you know, for a newborn baby, you know, that creates a little fear. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. You know, it's been amazing yeah. watching you go through this over the last, what's well, been four days now. And uh, you, you've definitely shown yourself to be a, a dad that handles your fear in a, in a positive way and supporting your wife and, you know, just uh, keeping your head straight with it all. So it's it's been amazing. So more on that in a moment. But first. Hello, I'm Steve. And I'm Eric. And together we are two dads with one mission. So welcome to the Allied Dads podcast. This is the show for dads, all about fatherhood, faith, and freedom. One conversation at a time. And on this episode of Fear and Fatherhood, the obvious question is, have you ever experienced fear? Well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with on this week's show, where you'll learn how to deal with fear in ways you may have not even considered before. Yeah. So what is fear really? So we have a couple of acronyms that we want to share with you. The first one is fear standing for false evidence appearing real. So oftentimes people are looking at the wrong information and, and they're, they're assuming that it's something that should cause them fear. And, and then they, they end up just kind of going down this path that if they, if they looked at the right evidence, then they wouldn't they wouldn't be afraid. Yeah. So we have another acronym here that Steve's going to share. Yeah, it's very similar. So rather than being false evidence appearing real, we're just changing one of the words. And I I like this acronym. It's false emotions appearing real. So what do we mean by false emotions? It's because often you know we're we're evaluating the evidence, you know things that are happening happening to us on the outside, our circumstances. Yeah. And however we evaluate that, it creates within us this emotion. And that's right. what that's what the fear really is. It's that emotional feeling. So I like to say false emotions because we get very emotional about something, right. but it's false. It's not really the full circumstances. It's how we've interpreted the, 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 the evidence and we create that feeling inside. And it's that feeling which paralyzes us. Right. And, the, and those emotions can really, you know, release chemicals, you know, fear, can release cortisol and other emotions or, you know, chemicals into our body that cause us to just not be able to think as clearly and, 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 you know, mess up our judgment. So with that in mind, what's the opposite of fear? I would argue that it's confidence. What do you think? Yeah, I totally agree, Eric. So, um, so given that, you know, we would say it's confidence. How about we share with our listeners five tips to being super confident with fatherhood? What do you yeah, say? Let's do it. So we, we have five tips. I'm going to go through them in reverse order. So number five is make your purpose more important than anything life can throw at you. Number four, you have to love yourself and value yourself in all ways. Number three is set boundaries in all areas of your life and be willing to defend them. 
Number two is be willing to embrace your authentic self. And number one is commit to the process you've created and detach yourself from the outcome. Hey, Eric, that's a lot of information. How about we break it down? Yeah, let's break it down. So let's let's start with number five. Make your purpose more important to you than anything that life can throw at you. So I think the question here that every dad should ask themselves is, what is your purpose as a dad? And if you've never if you've ever asked yourself that or maybe worked through that on paper and asked yourself what you really want to do as a dad with, with your children and, and as a spouse, if that's the case, you know, writing these things down and, and, and having some idea of what you really want is such a critical step. What, what do you think? Yeah, totally. So listen, for me, I, I think being super confident is really understanding what your purpose is because Many people, um, and you know, many of our listeners, you'll relate to this, is they walk around aimlessly in life, not really knowing what their purpose is, working towards retirement, maybe, you know, working, working towards um towards you know finishing their, their working life. Um, and then when they get there, it's like you know, that that there is no purpose. Yeah. So I think you know, you can become really super confident when you know what your purpose is. So, for example, you know, one of my purposes is, um, you know, one of the reasons why we teamed up as our dads is, yeah. you know, we want to leave, or I certainly want to leave. I can't speak for you, Eric, but I know we share similar values. I want to leave a lasting legacy. And this is a way where, you know, we can share some of the lessons and the insights and the knowledge that we have, you know, with the rest of the dads out there. Right. Absolutely. And, and you know, when you live your life, a lot of times we say living your life with purpose, but I like to also think of it as living your life on purpose. Definitely. I think, I think a lot of people and dads, especially they, they get in, they find themselves in a situation where it's like every day is a new day and, and they don't, they don't really know why they're doing what they're doing and it, and it can lead to a lack of confidence for sure. Yeah. When you, you live know, your life, sorry, Eric, when you live your life on purpose, you know, things happen for you, not yeah. to you. Yeah. If you're looking sense. for, you're looking for things like yeah, you have, yeah. you have preset things that you want and that you're looking for. And I often say that you get what you look for. So if, mm. if you're not looking for anything, well, guess what? You're, you're going to get nothing. Sure. Hey, number four, Eric. Yeah. So you have to love yourself and value yourself in all ways. So what is, what does this mean? Well, it, it can mean a lot of things, but if, if you don't value yourself, but then you expect others around you to value you, that that's incorrect thinking. Um, I, I love the analogy of on an, on a commercial airline. If it's, if it's going to crash, you know, what do they say? Put, put the oxygen mask on you first before you put it on your children, because if you pass out, you can't help your children. And it's the same thing in life. If you are not taking care of yourself and you have, you have nothing to give, then, then it makes it very difficult to help others and give to others. For sure. Um, I'm kind of, my take on this is, um, you know, you have to love yourself and value yourself in all ways. It's almost like, look, you have to be confident in your own skin. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, and when you're confident in your own skin, you know, then, then everything else doesn't really matter. Right. I think that's well said. Let's jump to number three, set boundaries in all areas of your life and be willing to defend them. So Steve, what's a good boundary? Hey, listen, this is a big one for me, you know, boundaries. And it's one of the, um, 
you know, I, I know we've got these in an order. They're not necessarily in like, you know, the best tip order because this is a big one for me. Yeah. Boundaries are really, really important for me. And the reason why, look, if I wanted to quit smoking, Okay. Two things. First of all, I wouldn't go to a chain smoking doctor to get advice on to quit smoking. I would right. go to a doctor who doesn't smoke. If I was um if I was working with friends and colleagues at a workplace and there's a regular smoking break, okay, I would set some boundaries. I wouldn't go and smoke with them. I'd go and find somewhere else to be and something else to do. Maybe go and read a read a book and grab a coffee um, and take myself away. I would set boundaries so that I'm no longer being influenced in those areas. So that's what we mean by boundaries. What about yourself, Eric? Well, so the thing that I was thinking about listening to what you were saying is, is this idea of be, do, have. Mm. And so if, you're, if you don't want to smoke, then you have to be a non-smoker and, and do habits of a non-smoker. And then I agree. you have a non-smoking life. So, but you have to first be that person. So- that's good. Let's jump to number two. Be willing to embrace your authentic self. Well, I would just say first off that it took me far too long in life to figure out what my authentic authentic self actually is. It took some work. And, and if you don't do the work, you won't really truly know yourself. And, and everything that we're talking about on this list of five things becomes difficult if you don't know who you are. So there's some work here. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are really simple when it comes to embracing your authentic self. So, you know, I'm going to give you some top tips here how you can probably save and shave some decades off your life because we've already had those learnings for you is um, listen very carefully. Now, life is a one time performance along the way. You're going to make some mistakes. Okay, I pronounce that mistake purposefully. Okay, it's a one time performance. And I think sometimes we want things to be perfect. Um, you know, the fear of getting it wrong, the fear of failure. And we spent so much time trying to create perfection, but time erodes. So yeah. just be willing to, to embrace the fact that occasionally you're going to get it wrong. But really, you it's this false emotions appearing real again. Yeah. Nobody's laughing at you. You're just imagining on the inside. That's how you evaluated that evidence, but they're laughing at you. Nobody cares. <laughs> that's time performance. And that's a whole show right there. Nobody cares. All right, let's jump into number one. We're getting short on time here. Commit to the process you've created, but detach yourself from the outcome. This is a big one for me. But the real question here is, have you, have you created a process? If, if you don't, if you haven't taken the time or, or done the work to create a process, well, you've you got no process to follow or to trust in. And so that's, that's an area that you, you've got to be really honest with yourself is, when you wake up in the day, you know, in the morning, do you have a process? Do you know, do you know what it comes, it ties back to purpose, right? You got to have a purpose and then to achieve your purpose, you got to have some kind of process. So that's, that's what I'd say about that. Yeah, there's a pro there's a process for everything. And I think what I would add to that is look, success isn't always a straight line. So what I, what do I mean by success isn't always a straight line is, um, you know, people, people go out there and they want to do something. And sometimes a mistake happens, for example, it <laughs> yeah. doesn't quite go the way they want it. And they kind of create that fear in their mind that oh, this is all going wrong because success isn't always a straight line. But if you're following the process and detaching yourself from the outcome and just trusting that process, 
You know, you'll still get to where you want to be, but the route might be slightly difficult. You know, they may be different rather. They might be a few, right. you know, a few barriers and hurdles to jump over, but just trust in the process, carry on with the process and you'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I love that. I think that's a great uh, place to end this episode. So listen, we want you to know that we're here for you. We're two dads. We're, we're across this great ocean, but we're here to help you. So reach out to us. The best way to reach us is just go to alliedads.com and you can see all of our contact information there and all of our socials and everything's there. And our next episode is going to be called ICU and faith. And Steve's going to have quite a bit to say about that topic. So anything you want to say before we end here, Steve? Yeah, well, just like I say, we're going to expand on kind of how we started um, this week's episode. But yeah, I'm going to expand on the ICU and faith. The only thing I would like to add is, is hey, look, subscribe and find us on your favorite streaming platform. Yep, absolutely. Okay, well, until next time, have a great day. Goodbye from me. Mm-hmm.